want to tell you something. Especially those of you who are still struggling with uh, unforgiveness. You see, to forgive is to set the captives free. And to discover that that prisoner or the captive is yourself. Forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person. Forgiveness has to do with uh, me. If I forgive, it sets me free. It's not the other person. I've gone through this experience whereby there are people I want to just strangle them to death. The more I look at them, they hurt me badly. They did not, they did not only pierce the knife into me, they pierced the knife and twisted it. And I feel hurt. I feel bad on the inside. But the more I look at them, the more I see them progress. But I'm burning on the inside. Not until the Holy Spirit said, forgiveness has nothing to do with them, though they might hurt you, though they might offend you, forgiveness has to do with you. Because when you forgive, it's an insurance to insulate you from all the various things, from bitterness, insulate you from sickness. It's an insurance. Amen? Forgiveness. He said, forgiving you is my gift to you. Moving on is my gift to myself. Are you with me? If I move on after I have forgiven, it's my gift to myself. Are you with me? And I say forgiveness says you are giving another chance. When I tell somebody, because you hurt me and I forgive you, I'm telling that person, I've given you another chance to make a new beginning. Are you with me this morning? Amen? Praise God. Okay, let's go straight to the message this morning. I just want to encourage you. I just want to build you up because I can see some of you might be struggling with this. And so we want to just uh, uh, lift up because we want you to be blessed. Amen? We do what we are doing, and I do what I am doing because my desire is to bless you. Because if you are blessed, I know I will be blessed. Are you with me? When I minister to you and you are healed, I can sleep well. Are you with me? Because I'm not going to be tossing in the night saying, How is uh, Perry? How is uh, Philomena? How is uh, Nick? I can sleep soundly. Amen? Because when things are not happening in your life, it's messing me up. I'm not happy. So I want you to be blessed. Amen? Okay, now let's look straight uh, to the message this morning. Are you ready? Amen. We just jump in. Let's run together. Amen? Praise God. What drives you? Everybody say, what drives you? Hallelujah. I told you some time ago that um, um, my family decided to give me a gift on my birthday last year in July and they gave me a gift to be a, a gym membership and um, I became a gym membership and I did it for about a month and I, I call it um, a self-imposed punishment and uh, I came back I was all broken with all the aches and pain but because it was paid for, I kept on going. Are you with me? I was driven by the money. Are you with me this morning? 
And I kept on going. Every time I go, it gets a little bit better. The same thing applies to prayer. Are you with me? When you kneel down and pray, you think you have been praying for 20 minutes. And when you look at your wristwatch, it's only for two minutes. Oh my God. And but the more you keep on praying, the more it gets better. Are you with me this morning? The same thing applies to fasting and prayer. You see, fasting and prayer, when you start fasting and praying, your legs are shaking. And you don't know what to do. You are hungry. There's a hunger pound within your system. But the more you do it, the more it gets easier. Are you with me this morning? So I told you that uh, they gave me this um, gym membership. And let me just stop here for a moment because I want to repent of what I have done in the past. This is my confession. And I'm confessing now because from experience, I've come to understand how important it is for you not to criticize others. Are you with me this morning? I have been in the past criticizing those who go to the gym. I say it's a waste of money and I say that um, they are lazy. And I also say that they don't know what they are doing. They just want to waste their money. I used to criticize them. I said they can just run around the neighborhood. They will be fit. And I was doing that. I wasn't running. I was just walking around. I call it two in one. Praying. And at the same time walking around. But that wasn't giving me any energy or exercise to overcome what I was going through. So I used to criticize people. But when I got this membership, I realized the benefit of being or doing the gym. You don't have to be a gym member, but it's exercise is good for you. Are you with me? Are you with me this morning? Exercise is good for you. And now I am going to the gym every day, every other day as the, um, as the time permits. And I realized that my head has improved. And I realized that my sleeping pattern has improved. Are you with me this morning? So you need to exercise yourself. Because it is good for you. And so I asked God to forgive me. Because I used to criticize others. Because the things you criticize others, you will end up doing. We need to desist from it. Amen? Amen. What drives you? So when I went to the gym and I started doing all this lifting and uh, running, something caught my attention. And this is what caught my attention. He says, today is your day. To start fresh, to eat right, to train hard, to live healthy. Then he says to be proud. That sort of really messed me up a little bit. As I was reading, it says, today is your day to start fresh. I said, mm, not bad. To eat right. I said, great. To train hard. I love that. To live healthy. We all desire to live healthy. Are you with me? Then he says to be, to be, to be proud. What drives you? 
And then I looked all around those guys who were just doing the exercise. And I saw a, a, a young guy. He stood in front of the mirror and was just pulling. And he was looking at his bicep. Just pulling, pulling, pulling. And I walked towards him and I touched his bicep. He felt good. I said, man, how I wish I could, Mike can be like this. He said, keep on training. I said, wow. He felt very proud of himself. Are you with me? Why are you doing what you are doing? Do you go to the gym to get healthy? Or do you go to the gym to be proud of your image? It's a question you need to ask yourself. What drives you to do what you are doing? I've often spoken to my children. And I said... You need to have a drive, otherwise you will not amount to anything. You will not achieve anything. You need to have drive. Drive is good. Are you with me? But in all your pursuit, you must factor Jesus Christ into what you are doing. In fact, Jesus Christ should be the first and the foremost of your priorities. In the book of Matthew 6, 33 tells us, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all other things shall be added unto it. Why are you seeking God? You seek God in order for Him to bless you, or you seek God because of you love Him, because of His righteousness. Many people they seek God because they said God will bless me. I want to tell you this morning that if you seek God because of the blessing He will give you, you are in the wrong place. But you need to seek God because you love Him. You need to seek God because He's forgiving your sin. You need to seek God because He has sacrificed Himself in order to redeem you. And the blessing is a byproduct. Are you with me this morning? What drives you to do what you are doing? You're going to the gym to present a good image. That drives you every day to the gym? Does that drive you every day to the gym? So that you will be proud of your self-image? Or is it you go to the gym in order to impress your girlfriend? You are silent now. Or to impress your boyfriend? Hallelujah. And that is why today, Facebook has become the most popular social networking platform. It's become, everybody put their photo in their selfies. Are you with me? And they put it, they load it into the social network to present themselves like this. Like this. Are you with me this morning? Praise God. Facebook has become very popular. Amen. Let's move on. In the book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 27, it tells us about Peter. Peter said this word to him. We have given up everything to follow you. What is in it for me? Okay, now, I thank God for this church. I thank God for what the Holy Spirit is doing in this church. And I thank God for his faithfulness. And I thank God for men God has raised up to give you the word of God in this church. Frank was giving the communion this morning and gave us a scripture. And I thought, 
we're about to preach my message. He was almost preaching it. And that is because of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. This man came to Jesus Christ. And as he came to Jesus, he said, What do I do to get eternal life? Jesus Christ said, He must not commit adultery. He gave him all the commandments. He said, What do I lack? And then Jesus Christ said, sell all your goods, give it to the poor, come and follow me. This man was very sad. Then Jesus Christ said, he said, even the rich will not make it to heaven because they are so tied to their possession. Is riches bad? No, riches is not bad. But I want you to understand one thing. Riches can blind you and you can be so possessed with the riches of God and you will miss out on God. God gives riches. Are you with me this morning? But when he gives it, quite often, we are so possessive of riches, we forget about the one who has given the riches. Amen? We worship the gift more than the giver. So this man was so disoriented. He was so angry. Then Jesus Christ said, he said, even the rich will not make it. Then Peter said this word. He said, then, because they thought that by being rich is the blessing of God, that means God's favor is upon them. Are you with me this morning? You see, this is a year of unlimited favor for our church. And I want to encourage you, when God pour forth his favor upon you, remember that God wants you to know that he is first in your priority. Are you with me this morning? You see, there are people today, they come, they say, Pastor, pray for me to get a job. And then we pray for them. He's faithful to church every day. When you say there is fasting and prayer, he's the first one to be there. When you say there is this fellowship, he's there. Then God bless them with a job. And then when God bless them with a job, they're going to the job every day. You will not see them in church. They worship it in gift. But I'm not saying you should neglect your job. No, but you need to set your priority right. God should be first in your list of priority. Are you with me this morning? Don't worship the gift more than the giver. And so Peter said, what is in it for us? What is in it for us? I want you to understand. He said, we have left everything to follow you. What is in it for you, for us? I want you to take note of this. Quite often we serve God. We said, what am I getting from this? But you are not serving God because of what you can get from God. You are serving God because you love Him. Amen? Hallelujah. You are the only one not sleeping. Amen? I say amen. amen. Praise God. What is in it for me? We've left everything to follow you. There is no sacrifice that is worth the sacrifice. People say they left their job to serve Christ. They did this. They sacrificed it. They left everything to follow Christ. They went to the mission field. They did this. They spent this. They donated this money for the kingdom of God. Let me, let me tell you something. There is no sacrifice that is worth the sacrifice that you have done for Christ compared to what he has done for you on Calvary's cross. 
There's no sacrifice. He said, uh, do you serve God for what you can get from God? Or serve God because you love Him? I serve God because I love Him. Amen? Oh my God. Let us put it in another way. Do you serve God to promote yourself? Or to promote Jesus? Do you serve God to promote yourself? Or to promote Jesus? I can't answer that question for you. You are the only one that can answer it. Some might say, look at me. Look at what I can do. You see, self-promotion is not humility. Are you with me this morning? The book of Proverbs 27, 2 tells us, He said, let others praise you and not your own mouth. A stranger and not your own lips. Let others praise you. For those of, for those of us who want promotion, this is a, a message for you. If you want promotion, you must pass the test. Is that fair enough? If you want promotion, you must pass the test. If you don't pass the test, you are not moving to the next level. Are you with me this morning? Praise God. People want to pass the test. But they are not willing to do the hard yaka. They are not willing to write the exam. But you must pass the test. You must write the exam. You must work hard in order for you to be promoted. Are you with me this morning? Amen. Praise God. Let's uh, look at uh, some other scripture this morning. In the book of Luke. Luke chapter 16. Luke chapter 16. Verse... Uh, 10 to 12. Amen? Are you, are you with me? Hallelujah. I want you to talk back to me because I want to make sure I'm not speaking to the sleepers. So when you talk, I want you to also smile. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Robert, I can see that uh, God is promoting you. You are passing some few tests, the Holy Ghost said, but He's going to promote you. Watch this space. Amen? Praise God. In Luke 16, verse 10 to 12, He says this word. He said, Whoever can trust, sorry, whoever can be trusted with little with very little can also be trusted with much. I'm reading the NIV. He said, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And who, who, whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest in much. What does it say? Hallelujah. Somebody told me some time ago, he said, Pastor, I want to buy this guy I know for quite some years. He's, um, he's more than 50 years old, but he's still living at home. Living with his uh, mom. 
He said, I'm going to buy a house. And I said, um, you want to buy a house? He said, yes. I said, okay, now. Um, I thought he didn't have the money. So I told him, I said, okay, now, you go. What do you do at home? I said, you vacuum at home? He said, no. My mom does it. Do you cook? He said, no, my mom does it. He said, do you do the lawn? He said, no, my brother who lives on the other side of town, come and do the lawn. I said, what do you do? He said, nothing. I said, go and do the lawn. Go and cook. Go and help your mom. Then come back, and then I'll talk to you about you buying a house. You see, most people today, they want to be promoted. They want to buy a house, but they cannot keep their room clean. Hello? Praise God. Young kids, don't throw stone now. Amen? People want to buy a house, they cannot even take up their bed. They can't take up their bed. They are not smiling now. They cannot keep one, just one room clean. Talk about buying a house. Are you with me? And I keep on telling my children, I say, listen, I want you to be blessed. I want you to be an asset to your wife. I want you to be an asset to your husband. Therefore, I'm encouraging you to add value to this house. Add value to my life. Then you will see what will happen to you. That means you are qualified to be promoted to the next level. If you are faithful in little things, if you are faithful in putting away the being, you will not be faithful. I go, listen, let me tell you something. You want me to mess you up? I'll do that right now. You see, I go down to the toilet Monday through to Friday and I see you see, we all go to the toilet. We all use volunteers in this church. Are you with me? And I want to thank God for those who are working hard behind the scene to clean this church, to make sure this place is dusted and this place is vacuumed. And I thank God for them. But when people leave the church, they just leave lolly, wrapper, chewing gum. And I come back and pull it chewing gum from the carpet. Come on. Are you with me? Clean after you, yourself. Amen? And you go to the toilet, you see the, the tissue? It is, uh, what's called toilet tissue? Okay? That brown stuff that is there. Are you with me? There is one, two, three, four. Tissue. And that brown stuff that is there, is still there. It's finished. Take it. And put it in the rubbish bin. You know what? Just, just leave it there. You know what? The pastor says to come and pick it up and the volunteers to pick it up. Oh, come on, let's help ourselves. Are you with me? Clean after yourself. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, yeah, silent now. You see, when you are faithful in little things, are you with me? God will promote you to the next level. Amen? And so he said, if you are dishonest with little things, you will, not, you will also be dishonest with much. If you, have been not, if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, 
who will trust you with the riches? I want to tell you something. You want to buy a house. You need to know how to maintain your house. The little you've got. If you cannot be able to manage your salary, you understand? Then you're not ready yet. Are you with me? Praise God. Because when you go to the bank, you say, I want to buy a house. The very first thing they ask you is that, how you manage your home. Whether you can be able to re- do the repayment. Are you with me this morning? Praise God. Whether you are qualified. Because if you are not qualified to make the little things you've got right now, you will not be qualified to make a repayment over a period of time. So they ask you all this question. They want you to be trustworthy. Then he went further in verse 12. He said, if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, hallelujah, in someone else's property, praise God, most people today, he said, someone else's property, who will give you your own? I will tell you something. Uh, especially the children that live with their parents. If you want to be trustworthy, I want you to know one thing. You need to be faithful in what God has given you currently. Are you with me? Because if you... I think there is, a, there is an exception here. Why do I say there is an exception here? There are some individuals who are just selfish. But when, it be, when you give them something of their own, they take care of it. They won't mess it up. You give them a car, you understand? They trash it. But if they pay money to buy the car, oh, they take care of it. Hallelujah. Praise God. I won't go there. The little God has given you, take care of it, and you will be promoted. Are you with me? Praise God. When we talk about body ministry, what value are you adding to this church? You need to ask yourself, what value are you adding to your family? What value are you adding to the community? You see, when it comes to a body ministry, people think that it is the pastor who has to minister to the body. I need to teach you the body to function well so that the body can minister to itself. Are you with me? Okay, now listen. I've got three churches. Three churches. And I believe every individual should have three churches in their life. I will stay myself. When I come to you, next time I will ask you, how is your churches going? How are your churches going? Number one, I need to ask you one question. When I say your first church is your family. Hello? That is your first church. That is the church you need to encourage, you need to build, you need to add value, you need to encourage, you need to speak into their life. That is your first church. If your first church is doing okay, praise God. 
is because you are doing something unique in their lives. Your second charge is why are for glory. Are you with me? Praise God. That is your second church. And your second church, you need to encourage one another. You need to build up one another. That is your second church. Praise God. And your third church is the community. Amen. We are so consumed about our first church. Hello? Our first church, our family. God bless my wife. Bless my husband. Bless my three or two children. Bless my dog and nothing else. That is selfishness. Amen? You belong to three churches. One is your family. Move out of your family and deal with fire for glory church. Encourage one another in Christ. Build up one another. Don't depend on the pastor. Exhort one another. People tell me today, they say, where is uh, Pam? Hey, why do you ask me? Where is Pam? Take up the phone and ring her and say, how are you? Where is Pastor Umberto? You have to read me to find out about Pastor Umberto. You ring him directly and find out that is body ministry. Are you with me? Oh, I miss Satina in the church today. If you miss her, why ask me? I am not the Holy Ghost. You talk to her directly. Are you with me? Amen. That is body ministry. That is you are ministering to your church. Amen? And then the community. You need to talk to them. Have an, what I call, um, inviting culture. You, might, you must be everything to all people so that you might save some, the Bible says. Amen? Don't just have the, 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 the code of silence in your lip. Don't just be like the submarine Christians whereby all throughout, all throughout uh, Monday through to Saturday, we are just quiet. And we are just under the ocean. We are just there. Then all of a sudden, the submarine will come out on Sunday morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. Immediately they say, hey, they, they, they just come down. Submarine Christians. And we just are swimming throughout. Under, no one sees us. Amen. Praise God. But God wants us. But we must be driven. What drives you this morning? You must be driven by the kingdom with no strings attached. You must be driven because you love Jesus Christ. Amen? You are driven. He said the kingdom of God is not for self-promotion. If you want to get into the kingdom of God, you must learn to crawl. Amen? The kingdom of God is not for self-promotion. But if you want to get into the kingdom of God, you must crawl. And that is how to get into the kingdom of God. Because when you look at, this is me, Lord. It's all about me. It's not about you. It's all about us. And it's all about Christ. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Praise God. You might say, what is the right thing to do? What should drive me? In the book of Matthew 5, C says, many of us are familiar with that with this in our friendship group. It says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst 
for righteousness, for they shall be filled. This should drive us. This should drive us because I'm driven by righteousness. I'm driven by the kingdom of God. Because when you are driven by righteousness, you will be filled. You see, food and water are a necessity for our existence. Is that right? Food, water, air, they are a necessity for our existence. But the first indication of the beatitude when Jesus Christ spoke in the book of Matthew 5. You see, you also need righteousness. Just like you need food for your physical existence. You need righteousness for, for your spiritual existence. Are you with me? That should drive you. What drives you? It's not for your it's not self-image. It's not because you want to promote yourself. That is of the world. What should drive you is righteousness. Amen. You need to hunger and thirst, which is the normal way to hunger for God. Amen. You see, it is the most important thing that should drive a man. Just like righteousness is very important to drive you to enter into the kingdom of God. I finish here today. I want you to understand one thing. You cannot live without food unless when you are fasting. I know many of us do cheat when we are fasting. That's okay. But we must know that whether we are fasting or we are not fasting, you need righteousness to exist spiritually. And if you know that that is something that should drive you always, drive you away always before even you pick up the phone, drive you always before you even brush your teeth, drive you always before you even go to the to have your shower. It should drive you always before you go to work. It should drive you always every step of the way. Because righteousness is the way to go. You cannot do without righteousness. That should be what drives you. Jesus is saying, if you want to come into my kingdom, you must be driven by hunger. What drives you? The most busiest, uh, uh, what would I call it? The most busiest thing or, um, in our home today, in our kitchen, is the fridge. You see, we go to the fridge because we are driven to go there. Are you with me? You are driven to go there. You are always driven to go there. The fridge is so busy. Just like you are busy going to the fridge, you should be busy going to the word of God. Going to God's righteousness, hunger, everything to know. You say, what do we do after we hunger for righteousness? In order for you to remain in the kingdom of God, in order for you to enter the kingdom of God, you must hunger for righteousness. Are you man? But in order for you to remain in the kingdom of God, you must eh, continue to hunger for righteousness. Because the day you stop getting hungry for righteousness, that is when all hell will broke loose. 
What drives you this morning? What drives you this morning? Yes, what is in it for you? Every time I recollect how God has blessed me, I ask God, I say, why are you, why do you so bless me? And then he takes me back into the past. Always take me back into the past. He said, I bless you because of this. Because you serve me. You have not boasting. I'm not God. It's my weakness. Strike me down, Lord, if I am telling lies. He said, I bless you, says the Lord, because you have been faithful in the little I have given you. And I have blessed you because you do not attach yourself to the blessing of God that I have bestowed upon yourself. You have not so much attached to it. I want you to understand one thing. This is the secret. If you want to make it into the kingdom of God, if you want to make sure that you are not so tied, just like this rich man, to the blessing and the riches that God has bestowed, you must hold loosely to the things God has given you. If you hold loosely to it, you will make it into the kingdom of God. Shall we all stand? What drives you? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. If I can just borrow a word from uh, from Santina this morning, every time she sends me a message and she tells me this, which sort of really blessed me, she says, uh, "God has just pulled my heart strings." If God has pulled your heart strings this morning, I want you to know how important it is. To be driven and hunger for his righteousness. Pastor Beto put it this morning, he said, Sometimes many of us just say we are not worthy. Yes, you might not be worthy. Because Jesus Christ has died for you, he makes you worthy. Quite often, you feel empty on the inside. It seems to be nothing is happening within you. But God is saying this morning, he said, but if you hunger for my righteousness, that will drive you to my word, that will drive you to the things of God, that will drive you to the things that uh, I have said before you. Not the things of this world, not food, not uh, internet and all the various social media, but what I want you to do is to be driven to my word, to my righteousness. Are you there this morning? Are you willing to say, God, the only way I can find myself worthy to you to maintain righteousness in the kingdom so that I can remain in the kingdom is to pray and say, God, create that hunger within my spirit. The Bible says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. That means you need to come to Him. Are you willing to come to Him this morning? Are you willing to say, God, quite often, I do my own thing. I'm not hungry. I'm all just on the internet all day. 
and listen to all the various junk all day and it seems to be my hunger is on those stuff but God is saying right now if you want me to do a thing for you if you want me to bestow the unlimited favor that I have promised you this year on your life you need to hunger for me if you want me to do it for you because those who hunger for me I will feel those who run after me I will are you hungry for him this morning are you hungry for him this morning we did our prayer chain yesterday when he got to the end of the prayer chain he says that he said your personal needs what is your personal need and I asked myself what I am the one who wrote it I have to ask myself Tony what is your personal need and I looked to God like this I said God you blessed me so much I said I look all around what is my personal need Lord I can't even put my finger on my own personal need and then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit began to do a work in me and then the Holy Spirit fell upon my heart this morning and then I said Lord that I might know you that I might know you Lord God Philippians 3.10 that I might know you I want to know you Lord God I want to know more about you I want to draw close to you that I might know you to know the fellowship of your suffering to know Lord God everything you have done in my life to know you more and more to draw close to you that is my need Lord I want to know, I want to go because the more I go into you the more I realize I don't know you I want to know you more Lord God that is my desire I want to hunger for you I want to know you Lord God intimately so that I can walk with you as I'm doing I can talk with you I can release with you. That is my desire. What is your desire at this point? What is your desire at this point? Is your desire in the physical? Yeah, he will bless you. I said, my product. Come this morning. Let's ask God right now. Say, God, whatever is my desire, Lord, lay it before you. This is part one. Robert, remember that this is just part one. The second part we are going to talk about on what drives you is on ambition. On ambition. What drives you this morning? Are you willing to say, God, as I examine my heart this morning, I realize, Lord God, what actually drives me is not in line with your purpose for my life. What drives you? Lord? Is it for self-promotion? Look at me. It's all about me. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. What drives you this morning? Let's lift up our hands this morning. If you want to come for prayer, come right now. We pray for you. But I just want to pray for you. I just want to pray while you are standing there. Lift up your hands and say, God. I commit myself before you this morning. There are many things that drives me, Lord. Father, Lord, I pray right now that it's not of you. I come before you this morning. And I pray, Lord God, that let your purpose drive me. Let the hunger for your righteousness drive me, Lord. 
many a time Lord Jesus I've been driven to the internet I've been driven to the television I've been driven Lord God to many things Lord that does not profit Lord and yet my spiritual life is empty forgive me Lord God from henceforth Lord I want to commit to you I want to Lord God put my hands in the plow I want to Lord God do a baby step. I know I can't do everything because quite often, Lord, I make a commitment and before I walk out, I say, Lord Jesus. But I pray, Lord, that this baby step, Lord, every step, Lord, help me, Lord Jesus, that this commitment I'm going to make before you, help me to seek more of your righteousness. Help me, Lord God, to hunger for you, Lord God. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord God, I pray. I pray, Lord, I'm not only praying for myself, I'm praying for each and every one this morning. And I pray, Lord God, that help me, Lord God, that as I hunger towards you, the day, Lord God, I find myself also consumed on the internet, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will pull my heart strings, Lord, to yield to you, Lord God, to seek more of your righteousness, to think about you, to hunger for you, Lord, to pray, Lord God, to seek your face, Lord, more than your hand, Lord Jesus. I need you, Lord God, I pray. Just pray, Lord God, the same, because I know, Lord God, Without you, Lord, we achieve nothing. That favor you promised this church to unleash. We desire you more than anything, Lord Jesus. We do not want anything, Lord God, to rob us of your favor in this church. We thank you once again for what you are doing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord God. Can you pray? Can you just sing that song? Ray, 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 Maker, Ray Maker. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Let's worship you. Need any prayer? Come. Pray right now.